Hello and welcome to Geeks Camp, the home of RPG goodness and general tomfoolery. My name is Zach and the host joining me this evening are, let's mix it up tonight, uh, Troy Christian. Hmm. Mazel tov. <laughs> and uh, John Sandlin. Lolly ho. Kazad li hoodly dudly do. Kazad gazutut. Kazad datut. Kazutut. Now, <laughs> fellas, I'm looking at our list here, and typically we kind of, kind of kick around, kick the tires for a couple minutes before we dive in. We don't got time for that. No, we, we don't. Right yeah. in. We really Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't, Ain't nobody got, got time, time for that today. So we're, this is our Kickstarter crowdfunding corner uh, this evening. Um, it's madness. We've got quite a few. Uh, really, really excited that we've got quite a few after the uh real lack from last week we we had several last time but uh, we had some really good ones just you just had to dig dig deep to get them but i'm glad i'm glad i dug they were good yeah but before we get into that john you uh have a little piece of news that i want you to blurt out real quick because i think it's useful for folks yeah very very quick uh if you are a DD beyond account holder there are two new books that they're going to be uh, releasing for free uh two, two books two books right two books yes two books through D&D Beyond, two ebooks, right? Uh, one will be Lost Mine of Fandelver. So everybody gets it if you're a D&D account or D&D Beyond account holder. And then the other one is Acquisitions Incorporated, which I thought was really interesting. A really interesting choice it's for the because it, It's because they just got acquired. Oh, boy. Oh, Zach. But you're way smarter than me. I did not get that No, at all. it's in but the article that you posted. <laughs> I, I just read it. <laughs> you could have just not said anything, but I can count on you. Thanks, buddy. So uh, uh, how much uh, of that article that you uh, you insisted on did you read? Yeah, so, yeah, well, whatever. So, well, and it's interesting because we talked last week, obviously, about the two books that they're, quote, unquote, taking away. So the D&D Beyond giveth and the D&D Beyond taketh. So there's a tit for tat. Lose two, mm. gain two. Mm. Mentality, mm. which I thought was pretty neat. Ish. Well, I mean, you know. But look, if nothing else, Lost Mine and Fandelver is oh, yeah. everyone should have that, in yes. my opinion. So, hmm. yep, yes. there you go. All right. Awesome. Uh, that, cool. Yeah. I, it, why not? Go make an account, get your free books. Uh, there's, a, there's a period that you have to be signed up for it for. I mm-hmm. think it starts on the 17th. So let's just go make that happen. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to dive right in. Uh, now, John mentioned in the pre-show that he's got a lot of projects that he wants to talk about. Uh, it, luckily, he we, we are revitalizing Uncle Troy's rapid-fire mentions uh, for this <laughs> evening. Uh, Tr- John's got, I don't know, 12 in there. That's not true, but uh, he's got yeah, well, quite a few in there. And I, I slipped one. I feel like he's trying to steal my thunder. Cause, cause our, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to steal the title. Like, it, it needs you know, to be John's a, boat, uh, a boatload. John's truly rapid fire. Fire like legitimately, actually rapid fire. All right, I want to see it. All right, go for it, John. All right, so are we, are we doing those first, then, right? Yeah, right, let's cool. do it. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me get it geared perfect. up here. All right, so first one that we've got up. Uh, where is it at? There we go. Oh, cool. Transition. Boom. Oh boy. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, luxury playing cards. They look gorgeous, people. Gorgeous. The artwork is beautiful. It looks like something that uh, illuminated in uh, in old manuscripts and tomes. It doesn't have like a really anime or cartoony look. The box alone is stellar. And for the Kickstarter alone, they've got a a green foil um, uh, gilded edition for this also. This is one that, um, man, like every single card is, is a piece of art. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, Jeez. yeah. And it's, and I think if I'm not mistaken, they have one standard deck is 12 bucks, 12 bucks. That's not bad. Uh, not the, bad you get the, the, uh, this, there's, a I love pair. that they look like a book. Like the yeah, they look like a book. Like they, a book. yeah, they have like the little flap in the front for the, for the seal and everything like that. They look so good. Um, Man, whenever I saw this, I thought of all the guys we were, we we're going to be playing the One Ring with, and all my my Lord of the Rings nerds out there. So yeah, man, that's they look rad. I mean, there's just not a whole lot more to say that, to, than that. They, yeah. if you love Lord of the Rings and you want some playing cards that look amazing, and I'm not even like I know that you can't see this, you're hearing this on the podcast, but uh, click the link in the doobly doo and do yourself yeah. a favor because they've currently got 
four days to go as of this recording. So you better get to stepping five hundred thousand dollars in on this. It's they're that good. Yeah, yeah. They do look really nice. All right. So next up, rapid fire. Next up, next up is uh, we're going to stay in the card realm, and that is a tarot deck of mini mice. So if you like Mouse Guard, Secret of Nim, or anything like that, with little anthropomorphic mice people, and you've got a character that needs a a tarot, some like an oracle or something like that, then this is uh, this is the cure for what ails you. Uh, they are full size tarot cards. I think the they're it's European in origin. Where did this come, where did this come out of? I can't remember now to save the life of my life. Where is this originating? Doesn't matter. It's in Europe because everything's in Europe. Scroll up, scroll up, Italy. Italy. There you go. Yep. I mean, they're like Italy's doing amazing things right now for the TTRPG uh, <laughs> community. I just want to let everybody know that really quick. We're looking at uh, let's see, digital. 13 euros for a hard copy of the illustrations of the deck. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Now, euros, you're looking at like what? Uh, it's like 18-ish yeah. bucks. And then you're yeah. probably going to pay an arm and a leg for the uh, for the it's- shipping. But they look really, really good. Again, if you play anything like Mouse Guard, you're probably going to want these cards. So do yourself yeah. another favor. Click on that, that doobly-doo whenever yeah. you get a chance. Uh, next up... That's me. Go. I'm gonna. I, I inserted myself. Into oh, this. did you? Oh, by yes. all means, please, Good. please do. Uh, all right. So I have something to plug real quick here because it's launching on Tuesday. Uh, our friend Levi Combs is launching his next project. This one is a long time in the making. This is vulgar displays of magic, uh, weird fantasy for your OSR RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He has a book called Weird Shit. Uh, weird magic shit uh, that uh, I own and is great. Uh, so I'm excited to back the next one. Um, uh, Levi with Planet X Games is a delight. We've had him on the show a few times. We asked him back because him and Skeeter are a blast. Um, this project launches this coming Tuesday, May 17th. Um, you should just put it on your calendar mm-hmm. and get ready to buy it. I'm sure he'll have some add-ons on there and uh, you can get his stuff through, I think exalted funeral pretty much all year round, but this might be a good time to pick up some things that you might, might not have yet. So. You should pick it up because Levi's good people and he makes good yeah. stuff. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. I highly, highly recommend much enjoy for sure on this one. Yeah. So nothing more than that. Uh, John, you're up. All right, next up, Gold Project, which is a digital offering. This is actually a Metroidvania game, um, uh, a karma-based Metroidvania game. So any of you that are not familiar with Metroidvania, the old NES, Metroid, and Castlevania games, which were side-scrollers, exploration, kind of like an open dungeon, uh, dungeon crawl kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> this is in that same vein. I really loved it. The, the artwork or the pixelate, the pixel art is uh, is really great. I did another one that, that was backed by, I think, a similar studio, if not the exact same one, which was Narita Boy, which was really, really good. So I know that we kind of send, tend to stick to pencil and paper paper around these parts. Don't really dip into the digital very often, but I've, I've been in a real vet, uh, retro vibe for the last couple of months. And this is just like right in line with that. Looks really good. Um, the entire, the shtick of it, though, is that uh, based on the choices that you make, uh, it's, it's karmic, right? So like, as you do evil things, the dungeon ahead of you changes to, in the, towards that slant. If you do good things, then it'll, it'll shift, right? So the choices that you make, it's the choose your own adventure, but it's choose your own path and the path but. shifts and changes for you based on the decisions you make. I thought it was really, really slick. Now I say all of that and it looks really great and I, and I love it, but it's, not gonna it's probably not going to fund. Which makes me really, really sad. But at the very least, it's another one of those honorable mentions that I wanted to toss out there. Uh, they're hitting; they're at seventy-five thousand right now. They need one hundred and thirty, and they've got three days left. So, at oh. the very least, click the link in the doobly doo to see something pretty neat. That hopefully they're going to get, they're going to regroup, they're going to you know yep. do whatever they got to do in order to kind of like refactor the Kickstarter, and they're going to push this campaign out there, and it'll actually get done. So, <laughs> that's that one. John, talk to me about this next one that you got. Yeah, let me see. Let me make sure I grab grab the right one here really fast. This is... I'm talking about Cannabis. Yeah, Cannabis. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I didn't have that one spun up yet, so I'm pulling that up right now. (laughs) Hang on just a second. This is the one that was like the... Well, that's a thing, apparently. Official trading card game 
rolling up the collecting and cannabis enthusiasts community together for a fun, creative gameplay. So if you like weed, there's a card game out there for you now. Like no joke. Weed. (laughs) If you, if you're, if you're into puff and Chiba, uh, this is $181,000 right now with 13 days to go. Um, Wow. And it's just, it's like, it's Pokemon slash magic. It's a, it's a uh, turn-based card game. That's all about the stoned ages. Uh, I think that in order to get two decks, it's like 70 bucks. So it's a pretty, pretty significant investment in order to get into this thing. And that was pretty much it. So click on it. If you want to, if you want to know more about uh, the, uh, the bud uh, card game, go for (laughs) it. I, uh, I will not be backing it, but it's not because, you know, at the very least it's, it, uh, I wanted it to be out there in the community to be aware of it. So that's, that is awesome. And now on the other end of the spectrum, you've got the, uh, you got that, uh, the flood was based on uh, Euro game, dice roll, trade engine, uh, engine building, gathering vital resources to build an arc before the flood. So based on, uh, the, uh, the biblical account of the flooding of the world, there is a board game that's based on that, which I thought was pretty cool. And it looks good. It looks really, really good. I've seen some of the stuff. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, Bedouin is the name of the the company. They've put out a couple of really good things before. Um, you've got uh, the module miniatures, and, and then there are some expansions, coins, a game mat, and all this good stuff that's with it too. So I thought that was pretty neat. But definitely, again, another honorable mention. I'm still on the fence about it, whether or not it's something that I'm really interested in. Uh, and playing or not, but it's very, it looks a lot like, um, settlers of Catan, but just like a bigger grid hex grid to work off of too. So, hmm. um, yeah, that's what I've got. That's my rapid fire. Awesome. Only six. I think it was like, what? Six. That's reasonable. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Do, does each, does each turn take like 40 days? No, you have, well, haha. that's funny. That's funny. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, and it, it looks pretty good. I think they're actually they've hit their mark already. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, One hundred fifty-two thousand. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, with seventeen days to go. So right if you on. want to check it out, go for it. Okay. Cool. Sweet. All right. So that is our rapid fire mentions. Now we're going to settle in to the main event. Uh, this is a collection of Kickstarters that we uh, felt like we had enough to say on to to have some extended chats. Uh, some favorite creators are in there as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. gonna tease you guys. Uh, Troy, why don't you kick us off? All right. I would like to talk to you about 3D printable stuff for gamers and painters. Now this is coming out of the Ukraine. Um, there is a, a gentleman that is a 3D artist and designer. And with all the stuff going on over there, um, he has partnered with an American friend of his to uh, seek out other um, STL 3D printing files to from other companies to put together to help raise money uh, for food relief for the Ukraine. Mm, that's awesome. And currently, the base pledge is 50 bucks, and you get over a thousand. STL files. Oh, wow. Yes. And these are not like, you know, some kid that just picked up a a ZBrush uh, app for the first time and is making dough ball looking whatever they might be. These are legit STL files. They are Mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, There's terrain. There's monsters. There's... uh, figures there's all this kind of different stuff and they even have a special one which is the 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 kharkiv mirror stream fountain that is found in the capital of of ukraine yeah and bases that you could put miniatures on all kinds of stuff Um, you can also add for uh 25 dollars more you get not only the over a thousand files for the $50, but you get uh, basically a whole bunch more in same. You go up to $85. You get both add on packs with it. So you're setting on a metric butt ton of STL files. 
Um, yeah, yeah. You're not lying, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scan, scanning through these. These are gorgeous. They are freaking fantastic. Yeah, dude. Um, and yeah, you better believe I jumped on it. Yeah, you did. And uh, so, uh, when when was the? Uh, what are they releasing these? What's the estimated delivery uh, date? June. June. Oh yeah. So they've already got them in the can. Oh They're yeah. Just really waiting for this to, to fund. Yeah, you've got 11 days left as of this recording, and they they only had a thousand dollar goal, and currently they are setting at two hundred and ninety four thousand. Nice. So, pledge helps help some people that really need it, get some food in their bellies, and you know, increase your uh, your pile of shame and unpainted minis. <laughs> at, the, at the same time, I mean, it's a, it's a win win for everybody. Hmm. That's great, man. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. the skull, the skull, uh, the yeah, Gurk, the uh, the tree going through the eye of the skull mm-hmm. is a great one. That's mm-hmm. a it's a that's a showpiece right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm happy to see Kickstarter is not taking this down. At least not yet. Yeah, I was wondering about that because because they can't. Their their thing says that you can't do you can't raise money for charity. Yeah, but mm. uh, maybe there's a there's a there's a reason for it bypassing maybe, that. Maybe there's a reason that they, yeah, could yeah. be. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Right on. All right. Well, this is called 3d printable stuff for gamers and painters. That's raised $294,000, 4,000 backers. It's got 11 days to go as of this recording on the 15th. Awesome. All right. Next we have, Ooh, we have Ilera Valley. Yeah. This this is, uh, I'm pretty happy about this one. Um, this is our friends over at Limitless Adventures, Limitless Gaming. Um, Andy Hand, he's been on the show before. We see him at all of the conventions. Uh, great guy. We talked about that before. Mm, um, love Andy. Yep. Uh, it is at 7000 of its $5,000 goal. This is his first campaign setting. It's a hidden mountain valley setting that can be placed anywhere in a 5e world. Kind of like Skeeter Green's... Um, uh, uh, Valley Out of Time zine series that 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 we just were talking about a while back. Um, this one is cool in that this valley is uh, overseen by a lich, and this is a low level campaign setting where you kind of adventure around. And kind of the premise is that you think that the lich is the big bad evil guy, but it turns out the lich is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Spoilers. Calm, calm down, calm down. <laughs> uh, I think this is uh, early on because it's a, it's a tease right out there in front and center in his his uh, his thing. That the Lich is actually acting as a entity keeping um, aberrations and creatures from the far realms at bay. Um, and so there's kind of multiple threats both with the undead and then with the aberrants this is a hundred page hardcover um that has dozens of encounters uh 10 new monsters new maps handouts and it's only 35 bucks uh so kind of a no-brainer i'm curious as to this if for if for no other reason i'm going to back this it's because of this visual flashback handouts comic mm-hmm. strips that can be printed and shared with your PCs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have got to see what that is. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. You can also grab their sandbox bundle, which gives you uh, the limitless encounters book uh, as well, which is cool. I like those books a lot. And then uh, there is a big limitless hardcover bundle. For 215 bucks, that gives you the Valley, all three Limitless Encounter hardcovers, the Limitless NPCs, and both the Limitless Monsters books. So that's seven books for 215 bucks. That's not bad if you haven't mm, picked yeah. up his stuff before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, also delivering right around the corner, actually. Uh, I think I'm picking up mine in September. So not that, yeah. not that far out. So. Cool. Uh, that is Ylera Valley. Y-L-E-R-A Valley. Uh, John, you got the next one. I do. So one of the things that I always 
I'm always on the lookout for. We're familiar with three Dragon Addy and some of like a uh, Dragon Chess and some of the things that are that are games that are played inside of D and D specifically. One of the things I'm always looking for is like a deck of cards that looks like it's actually it was actually printed during the Middle Ages or something like that, so I can have it as almost like a, a handout or something tactile that the players can play and then have actual like a mini game inside if if they want to do like a gambling tournament or something like that. But I really hadn't found anything that I really loved until I found this. So uh, this is Tavern Games. Uh, Ravenstead is actually the the uh, uh, the uh, the one that actually created this. It's a collection of handcrafted tabletop games featuring a new edition, Pillars and Ruins. And so David Savage is uh, the guy that put these together. He is lives in Virginia, and he's a blacksmith. And so he has smithed all of these uh, these That's things cool. together. Yeah. And they look like they look great. Like This looks like something that you would have in, up in your pouch that you would break out whenever you got into a, uh, into a tavern or an inn, and you were going to throw some, huck some dice or something like that. Uh, so the newest game features those hexagonal brass dice and pewter treasure coins. Uh, the rule sets provided in a PDF explaining the details of the gameplay. You make a wager, cast your dice, resulting in pillars of victory or ruins of defeat. Pretty cool. That's one of them. And they have like, they've been made in a way to where he has, they're solid brass, but he has like a patinaed finish over it. So it looks like they've been around for a while. They've been in somebody's pocket and they've probably got some, some battle stank on them or something like that, right? Or you can have them where they have like a bright finish if you want to make sure that they're all polished up looking looking real nice. Uh, there's also dragon scales that are hand-forged iron dragon scales with runes that are on them for uh, part of the gameplay. Uh, dice, hand-forged iron troll's teeth, which is pretty cool. So there are different games. It's not just one that you can get. Uh, and I think each game is roughly between 30 and 45 bucks is what you're about paying. So I think it's up to 40, mm. 48, 50, 58, something like that. Now, if you want to go hog wild and get six iron runes, six to- uh, trolls teeth, brass golems, tears, treasure dice, yada, yada, yada. The whole schmear is like 234. I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to selectively choose maybe one, one of them. Uh, otherwise it's just a little bit too rich for my blood, but all of these again are, are hand forged. Yeah. Uh, items which is now, pretty pretty slick didn't we talk about him once before yes we did okay because yep. i was like yep. this looks really familiar not not everything there's a lot of new stuff in this that's for yep. sure but i do remember seeing the uh the 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 more the, the elongated brass rune sticks that had the patina mm-hmm. on them and the uh the like the dragon scales with the with the runes on them i remember those yep but yeah the, we, they are looking so it, yeah, if you want that immersion element, that like this is a really cool. This would be a good wow factor that item at your mm-hmm. table if you're running something, or if as a if as a player you want to have it out, and it's something that your uh, part of your character's nervous tick is they're constantly shaking dice in their hand or something like that. These might be the things or the bones that they're they're shaking. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I dug I dig this. Looks really great. Yeah, so. right on. Awesome. Okay, that was Tavern Games, Tabletop Role-Playing Games of Chance. Troy, you got the next one. All right. Sinclair's Library. Uh, Nonat is a, a podcaster, YouTuber um, out there. And this is, his, uh, this is his first Kickstarter. And it is for Pathfinder 2nd Edition and 5e. And it is, it is exactly, uh, you know, kind of like my usual stick. It, it comes with two books. Sinclair's Codex and Sinclair's Almanac, and it is full of. Let's see, where is it at? Where am I looking? There we go. I lost my notes. Hmm. Uh, the Codex has NPCs, traveling encounters, heroes, villains, organizations, and nemeses that you can choose from and read about and put in your campaign. And then the Almanac has a new class, the Thanator, which uh, seems to be. Uh, kind of based on like a barbarian taken to the nth level. The more they get hurt, the the stronger they get almost like the closer to death's door they come kind of a thing. Hmm. Um, they also have a new ancestry called the Cronag, which uh, Taika Waititi's character in uh, Ragnarok, hmm. Thor Ragnarok. It's, hmm. it's, it's those people. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about them is, they're they're almost immortal in a way 
because when one dies, their their essence is absorbed back into the earth where they came from, and somewhere else in the world, a new Kronag is formed from that essence. That's cool. So that's kind of a kind of a neat thing. Uh, new rules like the last stand rule and uh, uh, curses, which to be archetypes like uh, like lycanthropy and vampirism and, and, mm. and things like that, and teamwork feats, which I thought sounded kind of cool, yeah, cool. Where, where you could play off of each other. Um, but yeah, I, I dig the, I dig the artwork, um, the fact that they've got. Uh, like a lot of people do uh, anymore when they're publishing content, the the book is somebody's something. And so they've got uh, Sinclair, who is some kind of a historian wizard in, in his world. Hmm. Um, good artwork. Lots of extra little doobly-doos that you can snag onto. Some miniatures, some skinny minis, dice. They've even got a... Uh, a leather scroll case that acts as a dice container that you unroll it. You can roll your dice on there, which would be great for some of that stuff from the last thing we just talked about. Cause those big heavy dice, those, mm-hmm. uh, throwing those suckers around those brass dice, uh, you're going to scuff up your table. Hmm. Awesome. Oh, there's also a new shaman class. Yeah. Cool. Ah, yeah. They keep, they, they, and they keep adding stuff as they continue on breaking stretch goals. Looks great, man. Yeah. yeah. Really well put together. Yeah, I love this. Perfect. They got 106,000. They got 17 days to go. Yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. Uh this is uh my favorite one for the evening. Uh this is a person who is now an insta back for me. This is Christian Icorn mm-hmm. doing his first cyborg. Right? This is the Morkborg. Uh, sci-fi cyberpunk uh, system that's coming out. This is called Cult of the Hadron Lamb. Cult spelled C-V-L-T. A cyborg adventure. Eradicate or join a cult in the failing world of cyborg. Uh, I mean, Christian just makes great stuff. It's it's always awesome. The design is always top notch. It's always you kind of know what you're going to get. This is 48 pages, just like most of his other books. It's a zine. Um, this is the first time that he's moving away from print on demand and offering it up as mm. a print book. Uh, you can get it for about 17 bucks, uh, which is pretty reasonable, I think. Let's. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, really, how many is uh, how many pages does it say? 48. 48. I mean, that's reasonable to me. And print, I think he's got shipping is like six bucks in the U.S. for probably mm-hmm. media mail. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, uh, this is, yeah, yeah. Ulysses is is saying it's super awesome. Absolutely, I agree. It's rad. Um, uh, Christian, for he's he's read a little note note here, but uh, if you don't know him, he did the Morkberg books like Apocrypha and Galgenbeck Sacrifice. Uh, he also did the Eberron Ten Ninety Nine series, um, which I have played and are awesome. Uh, he says he has over a hundred D and D Five E products listed on the DMs Guild. So crazy, crazy fella. So. Uh, I would highly recommend you back it. Uh, currently, it's raised $4,500 of its $1,500 goal. 258 backers. It's got 19 days left to go. Very cool. That's great. Very cool. All right. That is where I tap out. John, you got the next one. Yeah, man. Oh, boy. Who doesn't love a good dungeon and a good dungeon crawl? If you're if you're looking to uh, to zhuzh up, as Troy likes to say, your uh, your your dungeons, maybe the tome of dungeons is for you. Uh, they're currently sitting at twenty one thousand. They've got seventeen days uh, left to go. It's a two hundred and fifty page book dedicated to uh, uh, several example dungeons. Uh, the uh, high, with highly detailed maps. You got the motives for some of the denizens that may be in the dungeon without actually having like a full blown adventure that's been fleshed out. It's kind of like, here it is. Here's the, here's what stuff is in it. And here are the things that may be going on. Uh, some traps are also included additional creatures and then puzzles, 
So if you're wanting to add more puzzles to your game, then you, they got that in here. The rewards are going to look at, you're looking at a PDF book, a hardcover book. that has got, like I said, 250 pages. Uh, and there's also VTT support. So Roll20, Fantasy Grounds, all that good stuff. Meditating Monkey is somebody that I've actually, uh, I've, I've followed their stuff for a while. They're a cartographer um, that's, uh, I've seen him in the Cartography Guild and a couple of other places. And they make good maps. They're, they're really good looking maps. They are kind of like a um, Photoshop digital map. So it's not like your uh, Dyson Logos or your, um, i trying to think of who else is like, there would be a, a D- Mike Schley. Mike, yeah, Schley. Schley. Yeah. yeah. It's not like that, right? Where it's like the, it looks hand drawn. A lot of this stuff looks, it's that top down, kind of a realistic view of the maps. But the great thing is that whenever you purchase uh, the different tiers that you'll get the high, the, the high definition, uh, versions of the maps that you can get printed off or you can use in your VTTs and things like that. Uh, I actually, you, he's on, a, he's got a mailing list that I'm on and he has 30 free maps that I kind of, oh. I cycled through just as an, that are examples of what you can expect in there. Now what's included are the maps. Like I said, the motives, any DM can slap down a randomly created dungeon, but the most memorable ones are the ones that are well thought out and they have motives and there's like an ecology to the dungeon. So all the stuff that you usually have to think up yourself, you, these are plug and play. So if you've you've run out of ideas or you just don't have the prep for it, in a couple of pages, you've got everything that you need to slap together a, a session or two to buy you some time until you can you can come up with the next phase of the adventure or read Very up nice. on the rest of it. That's pretty slick. Uh, rewards and fulfillment. So fifty bucks, I think, is what they're they're asking for for the for the, the physical book. They've got a couple of other little. Uh, add-ons here like there's a uh, special edition book cover if you want to pay a little bit extra to make it it looks looks nice nice little red faux leather uh, cover you got going there the deluxe edition it was a one-time print run so you're only going to be able to get in this some of the names of the dungeons actually i really like uh the shattered chapel it's cool name it's cool name death mist vault prison of the plague palm interesting Hellfist monastery lost temple of lazar and then the stretch goals of plenty. So uh, this is one of those where I probably will end up snagging this in a PDF more than likely, just because I've got so many other print books that are coming. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, this is going to be in my back pocket. I'll probably take of the, you know, however many, like 30 dungeons that he's going to incorporate into it, probably like at least five to 10 that I'll go ahead and look through now. And then anywhere and any, like at any time, just run those games if I want to. Yeah. That's, I think this is a, and not only that, but when you're creating your own dungeons, it's really great to have somebody else's work to work off of. And this entire book is dedicated to dungeons. So I think that's pretty slick. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right on. I dig All it. All right. That was Tome of Dungeons. Let's move on. Uh, Troy, you got the next one Homebrew and Hacking. Yeah. Homebrew and Hacking. Uh, I talked about the uh, first one uh, a few months ago. Um, that was about uh, a point-based system for creating new heritages uh, or ancestries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is about uh, personalized feats. And mm-hmm. it's coming from uh, PJ Coffee, uh, Peter Coffee from uh, Ian World. From the, uh, he's on the Morris's uh, podcast with him all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, just looking through this, it sounds really interesting. It does. It is designed using the advanced fifth edition rule set that they came up with, but that rule set is so close. I mean, it just it just hovers right on top of five E anyway. There's not a whole lot of brain power you need to you know to connect the dots. But this, you can create feats for your individual characters that means mm-hmm. something to them mm-hmm. and for coming from what they did in the game sessions or maybe their backstory or whatever it might be. But he's designed a system that you, you spend your points. So that way it stays balanced with everything else more or less. Cause you know, we know how balance goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I just thought that this was a really cool That's idea. Cool. And yeah. a, a lot of people talk about his, uh, the Crafting Heritages and Cultures book that he released not too long ago. And people love that. And they're almost like wanting to, they don't want to use the normal heritages that you find in the Watsi products. Now they just want to make up their own. 
mm-hmm. per character. So, which is kind of a cool, cool thing. So, uh, yeah, check out uh, PJ Coffee's uh, homebrew and hacking, crafting personalized feats. That's nice. cool. Right yeah, on. Too. Let's do and it. You got, you got plenty of time. Twenty four days left to go. It is definitely funded. Um, and it, yeah, is what uh, for the book. 15 pounds, 19 bucks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You get a color copy plus the PDF. Yeah. Nice. Whew. All righty. Cool. Beautiful. Let's uh, let's keep it rolling. John, you got the big one of the evening, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. I guess your your uh, Fellowship of the Ring cards were insane. but oh, uh, But this is definitely on the higher end, though... For a Cobalt Press book, maybe not as much as you would think. I was um, yeah, I was expecting more out of it at this point, but uh, it's still ticking. So let's see where it goes. Yeah, this one is Campaign Builder Cities and Towns by Cobalt Press. So we talked a little bit. My I focused a little bit on like helping you build better, more interesting whatevers, right? So we talked about dungeons. Now we're talking about cities and towns. So uh, it's a 5e-specific uh, product for uh, creating and running adventures that crackle with rich lore dark plots and glorious npcs uh homebrewer's guide to better fantasy cities um so it provides a complete toolkit for for it gives you things like uh like i said npcs maps the kinds of things that you're going to find in cities and towns uh i'll be really interested to see this one in particular because for me there's like so much that you can like, it's really easy to for an NPC or PCs to go into a city or an, into a town, and it's just like every single one is the same, right? Where's the inn? Where's the magic shop? Where's the this? Where's the that? Right? But some of the things that they kind of lose sight of, and like if you, depending on how quote unquote realistic you want to make it, or how like what kind of like a a medieval analog to a Earth's medieval t- time period, like where's the tannery? And what does it smell like anywhere near the tannery? Yeah, it better be on the, right? way outside of town. Yes, way outside of town. Where is the where's the next where's the, the, uh, the bookbinder? Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Like things like that, or uh, what level of uh, cleanliness or hygiene? Like, are there sewers in the town? Things like that. So. I haven't like they say that a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in here, but they don't give me a lot of detail about specifically what I'm going to end up getting outside of just like really general information. Now they've got some sample pages that are that are in here also, and, I, and there are city inhabitants specifically, right? But the, I, I'm hoping that what's going to end up being here are those things to really make to add more flavor to your uh, to your games, where when you move from one district to the next. There are sights, and the, it's not just the sounds. It's like things look differently. Maybe there's a haze because this is where the smiths, smithies are. You have the smell of like bur- brimstone and burning sulfur. Or like I said, the tannery is just the grossest place in the Middle Ages. It's, it's almost as bad as the cesspits. Look that one up. It's pretty gross. Uh, but things like that, those are things where in a fantasy setting, typically, unless we're doing like sword and sorcery type stuff, D&D is very clean. Mm-hmm. I've always noticed it's very highly polished. Every D and D book that comes out right now, everybody's bathing, which is funny to me, right? Like in the middle ages, people didn't t- like taking baths because they were very superstitious. So I'm really curious to see if they're going to go into that level of detail or if they're just going to give you a lot of broad, well, these are some ends that you can use and here are a couple of uh, example NPCs and things like that. So you'll have little, uh, there are like wild tables, plots for rumors and things like that. Um, Let's see. Uh, there are. It also incorporates. They have a, a map folio that'll be in this too, where they've got ten wet, dry erase battle maps. There are twenty four by thirty six that you can use to enhance your in person games. There's also VTT support for a lot of this stuff too. So uh, this is the big one. But th- I think what surprised me, and one of the reasons why they may have, it's one hundred twenty eight thousand right now of a thirty thousand goal, and they've got twenty five days left. I think the only reason why I think people aren't as excited about it as they, as they could be is because, again, there's just not a lot more detail other than, hey, we'll help you make cities and towns better. It's about all I'm really seeing, right? So I kind of like, I want to know more about specifically what you're going to do to make them any better than the average bear. Well, it's interesting, fascinating. Uh, this is probably a book uh, that I will pick up once it is retail, mm-hmm. but it is cool. And I like the Map Folio book that it is also on offer too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, we've got two left. Troy, uh, I knew you were going to grab this one. Glad yep. you did. Tell yep. us about it. 
I gotta I gotta go with my man Guillermo. Back with another micro dungeon. This is micro dungeons three and mm-hmm. cosmic horror for D D. Now, y'all have heard me. If you've if you've ever seen one of these or listened to one of these crowdfunding corners before, you've probably heard me talk about Guillermo and micro dungeons. It is exactly what it sounds like. It's a it's a one page dungeon. You're gonna get at least five of them. There's gonna be at least one new monster per dungeon. You're gonna get a map. You're gonna get a short introduction about what the general theme of the dungeon is is all is going on. The monsters are gonna be scalable, and you're gonna get a reference card for your monster. So it's all right there, kind of like you know the the big dungeon book that John talked about a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. This is this marries well with that mm-hmm. and, and this time you're going to get not only uh dungeons but you're going to get cosmic horror stuff too so you're getting uh you're, you're double dipping here on this deal and some of the dungeons some of the little things he has said are two pages so they're getting bigger and <laughs> the killer thing is it's like two bucks yeah yeah that's crazy yeah. If if yeah. you only want one of these things, it's a dollar. If you want mm-hmm. if you want both the the micro dungeons and the cosmic uh, horrors edition, two, two dollars. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. And if yeah. you will, and if if you have not backed this 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 creator yet, mm-hmm. you can also go in there and spend a little bit more money, like twelve dollars, and get everything that he's done from now back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be mad. I believe we have talked, Troy. You have talked about of his nine kickstarters. You talked about seven of them. So I believe, yes, because there's yeah. there's two that I actually missed. Yeah, yeah. But now you can get everything that you missed. But now I can get everything I missed. You sure can. Right. That's right. Yeah, I like that. I mean, like this is the kind of stuff I, I really enjoy. Like I, I love the big hard book, the hard books that we get that are fifty bucks or whatever, fifty, seventy, something like that. Those are nice, I, and I really like them. The smaller products, these more like morsel sized consumables are really, really great. And again, it's just one of those things I like having on the shelf that I can go to. Like, God, man, I can't think of anything right now for this. If nothing else, just for inspiration. Yeah. If nothing else, these things are super inspirational. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last one here. I'm glad you, I'm glad you picked this one. Yeah, I'm so glad you picked this one because I. Oh gonna... man, this one is so cool. Ohm's Quest Escape Room Console. Yeah, uh, and this is a uh, oh man. To me, it's it's really going to be hard for me to de- describe this thing. Uh, for those of you that are listening at home, imagine a brass looking box that has a couple like uh, almost like knobs, dials slots a keyhole and on one side you've got a bank of switches and lights of a four by six right so it's almost like it reminds me of like a steampunk not as evil hellraiser cube yeah i was gonna say <laughs> like, no cinnabites right exactly it's a so and it's a puzzle box the, it is crazy though this thing essentially what it is is it's an escape room that you don't have to leave it's something that you just have to solve and they there is a an onboard speaker and a processor, like a little computer in there that will, uh, when you start the game, there is a, an, a, a character that you're trying to help solve future problems by, or like to- uh, problems that occur during, through time and they're communicating to you in the present and you have to do for certain things with the, uh, with the cube in order to solve those problems. So like solving like a riz- riddle, but it reminded me a lot of like sky captain in the world of tomorrow or the old uh, serialized radio, the serialized radio shows in particular, right? Like her voice coming over the little intercom, little speaker on that with a little tin can rattle sound to it is just man, ASMR all day long, baby. That's like, it's it's really, really cool. Um, Really what you need to do. Like I cannot do this thing justice by telling you, you're going to have to go out there and click the doobly do and watch the video. They've got a little, you know, like a minute long, uh, like a short thing about people stumbling on it and the little character, whatever her name is. I cannot remember her name for the life of me now uh, showing up. What's crazy too, is that if you get multiple of these cubes, apparently that they will communicate with each other yeah. and the game changes depending on how many that you have in proximity to one another. That's really like, it's just, I, I love That's this. Crazy. This is like, to me, if like 
I don't think I saw in here. Troy, did you see anywhere in this where how many? What's the uh, the play? The, not the play time. There's like a the extended play time. By the way, is crazy. Oh, what is it? Yeah. Ohm's Quest comes with three preloaded stories, three chapters per story, giving you a total of 540 minutes of gameplay preloaded. Yeah, uh, that's nearly well. They say like 10 escape room visits is what they're likening it to. Uh, with adjustable def- difficulty and randomized solutions for each playthrough that you can replay stories time and time again. Yeah. So it's not just like Teddy Ruxpin, you know, put the cassette in the in the cart, the cassette in in his back, and you only get it's the same story every single time, mm-hmm. right? This it's gonna be it's like uh, an infinite number of possibilities. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like uh, Furbies. Yeah, you there buy, you go. You buy that's two a, Furbies and you face them together. The next face. level, yeah. next level, uh, next, Teddy Ruxpin, yeah. right? <laughs> Everybody out there like that that callback. Millennials, I'm sorry that you don't know who Teddy Ruxpin was. He was wonderful and horrifying at the same it's, time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely creepy. <laughs> absolutely creepy. If if Chucky was a was a a teddy bear, it was a sweet teddy bear that was going to kill you in the middle of the night and yep. you know smother you with a pillow. That's who it was. Hello, friends. It's story yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So the the steps are turn the key. There's a key that comes with it. You turn the key. You start the scenario. There's no setup. Literally take it out of the box. Yep. Turn the key in it, and you just play the game. You don't have to read any rules. No how tos. No nothing. Which makes it a, to me, if you can, depending on how many people this is going to end up, you can play this with right. Either a small group party or maybe a big party. Who knows? But it's just like it's plug and play, which is great. And then you listen to Ohm. Ohm is the character. Duh. Uh, and she instructs you on the process and what you're supposed to do next. You use all the elements of the time radio. So there are actually some peripheral pieces to this too, the little cards and things like that that you have to go through that give you clues and and uh, that are part of the game also. Uh, and then once the quest is solved, um, that doesn't mean the story's over. So there's, it's multi-part. So again, I cannot do this thing justice. You're going to have to go and watch the video and look at uh, the whole thing. And the, by the way, the cube is probably like, what do you say, like six by six inches? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. So it's a pretty it, decent size too. It is definitely, it is definitely, uh, you know, Hellraiser puzzle box size. But right, <laughs> exactly. Xenobite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and not only watch the video, but scroll through the whole Kickstarter page because they've got yes, moving the the, the little pictures are like moving, kind of showing different gameplay mm-hmm. things like that. You just kind of, I dig it. So now, now let's let's get to the the brass tacks here, though. Oh yeah, as as neat as this little contraption is. Oh, and I I just love it. This thing is not going to come cheap Mm-mm. at all. Uh, oh, with all the little bells and whistles that come with it. There's also a screen, by the way. There is one like LCD screen with instructions that will pop up on it and stuff like that. The early bird, which there are, are 400 left of is 188 euros. So you're looking at probably like uh, 225 bucks to yeah, snag it. 200, but, yeah. yeah, but there are, yeah, but there are, yeah, 196 is what they're saying it's about. But you get two Quest Cubes with a Kickstarter exclusive discount and shipping cost is collected after. So that's not even included shipping. You're spending 200 bucks for this, for two cubes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it comes with two radios, two puzzle cubes, or time radios, three stories, decks of three decks of game cards, and then two charging cables. Mm-hmm. And it's coming so it's out. Not, it ain't Christmas cheap of next year, right? Right. Save up your pennies. All right. This may be your one big Kickstarter that you do, but damn, is it cool? I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm probably. Oh my god. I'm probably. I'll probably end up getting this thing. Like oh right. I'll blow you. my. I'll blow my Kickstarter budget for the next two months on this one thing. It's just so cool. I love it so much. It's awesome. It really That's is. what I got, though. Whew. Well, what a one to end it on uh, tonight. That's oh, it, folks. My goodness. We oh, went through. Oh, uh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Like that. We went through uh, 16 projects plus a little news article at the beginning. So I think yeah. we did all right this time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we've been trying to do this at the end of them, I'm going to rattle off our, our Kickstarters real quick here. Uh, so right at the beginning, we did our rapid fires. Uh, John talked about Lord of the Rings playing cards. He talked about the Minimized Hero. I talked about Vulgar Displays by Planet X Games coming in a couple days. Uh, John talked about Cannabeast Gaming's collectible card game. Uh, Gold Project, a Karma Best 
Karma-based Metroidvania, and The Flood, a board game about Noah's Flood. Uh... And then we dove into our main projects. Troy talked about the 3D printable stuff for gamers and painters, uh, raising money to help with Ukraine food relief. Talked about Eulera Valley by Limitless Adventures. Tabletop games with Troy, talking about all the cool little uh, uh, blacksmith games that you can pick up. John, uh, then Troy covered Sinclair's Library. Um, which was a whole bunch of uh, a couple books, the NPC Codex and a Player Guide uh, for 5th edition. I talked about The Cult of Hadron Lamb, which is a cyborg adventure by Christian Eichhorn. Tome of Dungeons, uh, John covered that, a whole book full of dungeons for 5e. Home Ruin Hacking, Personalized Feats, uh, Troy covered that. Campaign Builder by Cobalt Press, Cities and Towns. That was John's, then Micro Dungeons 3 and Cosmic Horror. Uh, Troy covered that. That's the one you can get for two bucks. And then last but not least, Ohm's Quest, the Escape Room console. That was John. We were talking about rapid fire, man. I just felt like like I was talking a mile a minute there trying to keep it all. There's just a lot. There was a lot to, to, to squeeze in, man. And we did it in under an hour. We sure did. Exactly. Good job. Mission Good job. accomplished. Good job. Uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we are gearing up for Origins. So that's something that we haven't talked about for a little while. Yeah. But uh, all three of us will be at Origins Game Fair in Columbus, Ohio uh, in June. So we'd love for you guys to come out, stop by the World of Game Design booth, and uh, yell at us, and uh, maybe play in one of our games if you can get tickets. I think John's running some games. Uh, Troy and I will be at the booth most of the time, but we will be at a couple of panels. Yeah, so if you if come find us, whether it's, it's at everyone. the booth or at the at the tables, I'd love to have you at the table. It'd be great. We're playing some mind adventures and something even extra special. What yes. is now a, kind of effectively becoming an author-only event <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for one of them. That's it's right. Being written up. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be great. Gabriel, yes, our, our moderator will also be there, uh, as will Andrew Hindenburg, Janine, um, Joe, uh, Andrew Bashinsky, um, Gregory, Gregory Harris, mm-hmm. lots of killer. Well, Mitch will be there. DMs. Mitch will be there. Absolutely. Yep. So lots of great DMs running games for us, running games for bald men. It's going to be a good time. Um, the other thing that I will point out real quick here that just things that I'm, we're sitting at the top of my mind. And since we couldn't have an episode that was truly under an hour, right? Um, <laughs> here we go. Winding up. Uh, no. So, uh, I also wanted to point an extra finger towards our YouTube channel, uh, at this point in time. Um, if you're missing some of our content here, we're putting more and more of our content over on YouTube. If you want to go watch it lot, you know, on video instead of on a podcast, YouTube will be a great way to watch a lot of it. Uh, not everything's over there yet, but we're working towards that. Um, but also you can get cool stuff over there. Like, um, we've got a how to play series that is alive and kicking over there. Um, the last how to play that dropped was for tomb punk. Um, which is an awesome system. John and Troy, let me tell you about this system. I don't know if you watched the video yet or not, but um, the system is really cool uh, for two reasons. One, you as an adventurer owe money from the start of the RPG. Uh, You owe a a gold coin per week for food or you starve to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and you owe like, uh, like four more gold coins a month to like the, the Lord that owns the land and taxes, adventures, guild taxes and things. Mm-hmm. So you have to earn gold just to, so that's your motivation for going into dungeons, right? And all dungeon loot is coin and is, uh, it's random amounts. And it's given out on a per-party basis, not on a per-character basis. You might go plumb a dungeon and not get enough gold to actually pay your bills, and you might have to hurry up and go through another one. That part's cool. Uh, The other thing that I really like about the system is as a darkness mechanic, 
which is that you as heroes are and adventurers bring light into dungeons. And basically every time you clear a room, defeat a monster, you roll dice and you are it's possible that you reduce the darkness score of the dungeon. Ooh. When you have reduced the dungeon the darkness score to 0, you have effectively quote unquote cleared the dungeon and you can safely haul your treasure out. If you leave before then, you cannot take your treasure with you. Oh, that's uh, interesting. So you gotta, oh, man. So you gotta, you gotta plummet. But when you leave, it starts to tick back up the darkness score. Every so often, the dungeon re-infests uh, with with creatures of the darkness, creatures of chaos. And so, I really like the idea of a hex crawl. Imagine this, where like you have an easy dungeon that has a low darkness level, easier monsters, and it's close by. And then, but then you have maybe one that's a little that's also close, but is much more challenging of a dungeon. It has a high darkness level, lots of creatures in it. So you have to choose between that one, or maybe like three hexes away. There's a simpler dungeon, but you have to spend the time and travel to get there. So mm. you're like, oh, it takes a day to travel each hex, which means that I'm loot. We're all losing a week just getting to that dungeon, which is coins out of our pocket. Like, I really like the idea of a hex crawl sandboxy thing where you have to strategically pick dungeons in order to. Uh, this is like real life. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> gotta pay the rent, baby. Yeah, pay the, rent. Rent. The, rent, the rent is too damn high. You gotta pay rent. I gotta buy food. And I gotta yeah. fight monsters. That's right. Oh, man. I love right. that. That's like, I love, man. I love that there's more of like a. A financial struggle yes, to adventuring I, I than like just like you know, the adventurers are usually so flush with cash, the mm-hmm. money money loses any meaning or like it's so easy to hand, hand wave food and drink and things like that. And food is like whatever like, it could be. Like, and so to me, like if you're you're starving or you've had to like sacrifice, you're eating essentially like iron rations or yeah. it's like ship's biscuit for the, like the last month. Cause you just can't afford anything else. When you finally get to the point where you're even, even if you're telling the character, the players, like you walk into an inn and you finally have some coin and you decided you're going to spend a full gold crown on your meal. And then you kind of go to, through like, and pastries and, and on ha- honeyed hams. And like, it's like, I could see my players at the tables, like licking their chops. <laughs> Because they're so invested in it, it's it's mm-hmm. like the scene from Conan the Barbarian. Oh after, yeah! After after they they steal all that stuff and they're in yeah. in, in the city and they're they're just buying all kinds of crap and eating and eat, and they pass out in the gruel and yeah, man, that's yeah. it. That's right. And then they're broke again. And then they're broke again. <sighs> that's right. Uh, so yeah, that is Tomb Punk. You can go watch the whole how to play video on our YouTube channel, which is uh, the World of Game Design YouTube channel. If you Google like how to play Tomb Punk or how to play Morkborg or some of the other games, you're going to find it pretty quick. There's a picture of me on the front of most of those uh, videos, so you'll you'll know what you're looking for. Uh, we also have Should You Play videos, um, which are kind of our reviews, um, and other stuff that's kind of percolating to the surface every so often. So... Uh, I would head over to YouTube if you haven't yet and give us a listen, give us a watch. Fellas, I think that's it. I think uh, I think we covered everything. I think so. I think yep. So. All right. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Troy, for hanging out and doing another one of these crowdfunding corners with me. Um, thank you to Bear Droid for popping in here at the end. Uh, also, Patrick with 307 RPG. Uh, I'll say one of our best friend podcasts uh here on the uh in the rpg zone ulysses hanging out in chat always good uh gurk was there uh mitch was there appreciate you all very very much um appreciate uh, uh gabriel for being our moderator and then we have oax2 commander root suffical and violets tv who are uh lurking in the background we appreciate you given us your attention. All right, fellas. I think that's going to do it. Chat, thank you so much. And until next week, we'll see you next time. Play great games, everybody. Run great games and stay safe. 
enter a world steeped in mythos and saturated with strife. Mayan Epics, the twin gods apocalypse from World of Game Design, offers an explosive and primal play experience unlike any other. Travel amid rough jungle paths, swim through hallowed cenotes, and skirt against the underworld itself in the last days of a civilization on the brink of apocalypse. The days are numbered, and the dangers are real. It's a race against the calendar as you take advantage of the Mayan peculiarities of time, ritual magic, and the will of the gods to satisfy the great imbalance of this or any age. Inspired by the historical civilization of ancient Maya, Twin Gods Apocalypse contains an entire system-neutral setting filled with wonders of the natural world, the heavens above, and the underworld down below. Available now at store.wogd.com, and there's a link in the show notes. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, While you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook, give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed, Uh, give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube, and you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.